Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. As always, you know who it is. It's your boy, DJ Billy A, and I own California A. And across the way in Sig Rays is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your microphone stand and tell them who you am, my friend. Uh. Woo! Uh. Savage O'Malley, motherfucker. That's who I is. That's who I is. That is a classic West Coast. You don't get much more West Coast than that right there, man. That's that. If, if you look up West Coast on the internet, that video will probably pop up. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, man. I mean, Ice Cube, Dub C. Who else is on that track? Mac 10. Snoop on that one? Mac 10. Snoop? Or no? This is the Snoop song. Oh, this is the one with Snoop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Nate Dog. Yes. Click booyah. <laughs> yes, sir. Dub C and the Mad, formerly of Dub C in the Mad Circle, then went solo. Uh, good shit, man. That's the kind of music that you need like an 85-degree California day, any kind of car where the top comes down, and you just hit a strip somewhere and go about 25 to 30 bumping that, man. Maybe I should have came, came in like this. Want, introduce me again. Be like, tell them what, who my, you am. Oh, tell everybody who you am, my friend. We going to the rave? The nightclub? Where are we going? 
Oh, never mind. We're going to the taqueria, apparently. Hey, I'm coming in and out of the bullpen, bro, to shut it down. Oh, okay. Whose bullpen music is that? Uh, that is... Uh, the, the, this He's the, the closer for the Mets. He's lights okay. out. Uh, it's a, it's become a thing where like people are now, it's a trick, tuck, tuck trend. Everything's a TikTok trend nowadays. Sure. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't, that little kid that eats corn somehow blew up on the, on the, did you seen that video Look, yet? It's corn. I, yeah. It's, it's got the juice. Well, what do you like about it? It's cone. It's big lump with knobs and people are like remixing it, turning it to a song and it's like, people are rapping to it and. It, it like it's it's insane and the kid is now famous he he posts videos his mom's got him posting videos now hey what's up it's the cone kid just want to let you know don't t- stop eating your cone it's a different world we live in now man where everybody i think I really yeah here it is what do you like about corn it's cold. Yep. It's, got the juice. Juice. it's got the juice I can't imagine I mean, a more beautiful thing. They've auto-tuned him and everything, man. Like this random video of this kid, like at a state fair somewhere, getting asked what he likes about corn has become an absolute sensation. We are in a world now where I'm pretty sure everyone gets at least five minutes of fame. You know, they used to say everybody gets 15. Well, now there's so many people on social media. I think it's got to be a little lower, but I feel like now everybody at least gets five minutes. Like it feels that way, man. It's like, uh, all you got to do is click with something funky and dumb like that. Like, and you're an overnight, that kid's being interviewed everywhere now. Like it's, it's nuts, dude. It's, uh, social media, social media has absolutely changed the game. Anyone can get lucky and be famous at least for a few minutes. You know, we should try that. We've been trying for four years and I don't know where we're fucking up, but (laughs) we haven't talked about corn. That's it's cone, a big lump with knobs. Yeah. It's got the juices. Well, corn's taken. So maybe we should do like asparagus or radishes or something. I don't know what's so hard to rhyme asparagus. It really is. Asparagus. Yeah, Yeah. It's tough, man. Eminem could do it, but I, I can't think of anything right now. He did orange, which no one said. Everyone said nothing rhymes with orange, and Eminem's famous for orange and the four-inch door. Hey, the two hundred nine till infinity, just the pair of us. Yeah. When we were kids, our parents told us not to cuss. Now uh-huh. our piss smells like shit because we ate asparagus. There you go. Come get Jeez. me, Eminem. Yeah. I'll right be here down, all man. day. Write that shit down in your notebook, dude, or you're going to forget it. I'm telling you right now. It goes away that quickly. You know how many times I've been walking the dog and come up with a dope line and think, oh, that's dope. That's cool. I'll remember it when I get home. I get around the corner, take him off the leash, and it is fucking gone. Like, it's it's not even a remnant. I can't even remember a word. And what was the asparagus rhyme you had? Oh, um, just chilling with my boy. We're eating mad pus. No, that's not it. Nope, that wasn't it. Yeah. (laughs) Gone. See ya. Yeah, there's a uh, the one thing I love is uh, the, the, the the voice memo and the phone, or just recording myself on the phone with the video. The cell phone has made it to where you really don't have an excuse to forget shit anymore. You can literally, if something pops into your head, hit record and you're good to go. I've done that. Well, so let me just times. let me just debunk that theory because uh, uh, I can tell you that I'm two days into my work week and uh, uh-huh. I have plenty of excuses to forget things because I've already had that kind of week. 
Yeah, dude, I hear you loud and clear, man. It uh, it's only Tuesday, and uh, I told you before we started, it, it can't Friday can't get here soon enough, man. I uh, I mean it's Tuesday, and I'm hanging out with the Negras. You know what I mean? Yeah, you drinking one? Yes, you are. Yeah. But yeah, man, I uh, I did an open house on Sunday and then got in Monday. And today, Monday and Tuesday, I've just been dealing with these pain-in-the-ass clients that are stalling. They refuse to move on and do what needs to be done to close the deal. And they're stalling out and holding out to try to get every little thing in their favor. You know, they're, they, it's nothing is enough. It's never enough. Every time we give them an inch... They want another inch, and then they want that to turn into a mile. And then, and it's like, hey, we were supposed to be five steps ahead of where we are now, and you guys are still stalling on step two. We're supposed to be at step 20. And they're pissing me off. I just talked to her today before uh, I got on with you, and she's like, well, due to your last response, I'll be sending you a letter with our response. And it's just like, all right, man, whatever. At this point, I'm just like, yeah. You should go, right you should go dark on them, bro. Write me a fucking letter. I'll get it when I get it. Tell you no, probably. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, man, that's been my week. Insane. Yeah, I'm ready for it to be done. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's, what's going on with your week, man? What's happening with you? Just, it's corn. Just yeah, Corn's good. It's I, corn. I can, go, I can go for some hot, lumpy corn right now with the knobs on the side. Give me them knobs, because it's hot, baby. You know what I did learn? Um, a little disappointing news. And this is kind of was what I was afraid of might happen. We, we talk a lot about the streaming wars and how everyone has their own streaming platform now. Music's doing it. Television's doing it. Movies are doing it. Um, I was watching Hulu. I watch a lot of Hulu. But most of the stuff I watch on Hulu is from NBC. And while I was watching, um, I want to say America's Got Talent, which is an NBC program, they had a commercial saying, if you love all your NBC content, get ready because it's going to be moving over to our Paramount, uh, no, our Peacock network. So uh, NBC is pulling their content from from Hulu, which I was afraid of because I know I think CBS already did it with their CBS All Access. But I don't watch a lot of CBS. But on Hulu, basically what I watch is I watch Keenan, which is NBC. I watch The Young Rock, which is NBC. I watch Saturday Night Live, NBC. Um, I watch America's Got Talent. I watch The Voice. Like pretty much everything I watch on Hulu is NBC related, except for some of their original programming. So if they yank that stuff, I don't know. I I don't know if I pay for the Peacock Network at this point. I I don't know what happens here when everybody starts doing this. Is it going to be better to go back to basic cable again? I. I I don't know, because then I think the original programming that streams isn't on the basic cable. So it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't at this point, right? Because if you like one, like Apple Plus has one show I like. I love the soccer show and I can't remember. Ted Lasso. I don't want to pay for Apple Plus for that one show. And what's going to end up happening is every streaming network is going to have like one or two shows I love. It's just starting to get frustrating because Hulu used to be like kind of like the go-to for a little bit of everything, but they're getting phased out now, and it's it's kind of a pain in the ass. Well, I can tell you this, buddy. Uh, I feel like we are dangerously close, dangerously close to people being like, you know what? F this. 
I, yeah. Like, the, the whole point of this was like, look, I don't want to pay $150 for cable to watch right. six shows. Right. And then exactly. so then like, oh, one streaming network too. You're now paying $180 for 12 streaming things. Right. So, so people Absolutely. are going to be like, you know what? F this. I'm out. I'm going to pick two or three things and I'm done. Like I've thought about it and just being like, if it wasn't for this show, like I would just stop watching stuff. Right. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm at that point where I'm like, look, dude, like, hey, have you seen this? And I'll be like, hold on. Let me look up the login info for this thing. Cause no, I haven't. You know what I mean? Like I love the mayor of Kingstown. You know what I mean? But, but I would not have been able to watch it. If it were right. not for my boy, you know what I mean? Hooking you up with his oh, you nasty. For, yeah, yeah. For Paramount Plus, right? It's there all it Paramount. is. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it's funny that you mentioned, like, you're, you're ready to stop and you just wouldn't watch. I never was a TV guy. Like, I always was a movie guy. I had Netflix and Hulu, and that was it for, like, 10 years. And I uh, never really followed television. Like, I cut the cable a long time ago and never, and even prior to that, my kids ran the TV. I didn't. But it's funny, you know, in the last, kind of since we started this podcast, you know, Netflix, HBO Max, Hulu, Disney Plus, all of a sudden, when you're paying for this shit, I've become a TV guy. There's a lot of stuff I like, but I think also I've become a TV guy because it's like, shit, I'm paying for this. Like, let me check this show out. All right, I'm going to watch The Boys because we're paying for Amazon Prime. It's excellent, but I might have not have ever watched it if I didn't have Amazon Prime, you know? And I think oh, I think that's where we're at. Only, let me watch Only Murders in the Building, which I love, but let me watch it because I'm paying for Hulu. Like, you know, like I probably would have never watched that if I didn't have it already. So it's like, yeah, I've become a, a big TV guy because, um, well, one, because Marvel's a genius and they found a way to get people to watch TV. So, Give it up for Disney slash Marvel. Let me just tell you, this is this is where we're at. TV to the movies, dude. That was genius, too. This is where we're at. For this is where yeah. we're at. This is where I'm at, right? Yeah. So I've got Hulu, but I only got Hulu because I got it free connected right. to something else i have amazon prime video which i get because i pay 150 dollars or whatever amazon is now right right i have uh hbo max because it's connected to uh our cell phone bills oh, nice right okay i have yeah. disney plus because we paid for it in that big three-year thing when we got it a couple years ago at yeah. like and we paid for a bunch up front so it came out to like four bucks a month or 477 or something like that. yeah that's probably gonna be running out soon huh i think it's in november this year i think this is the third year which means we're gonna have to re-up right and we're not yeah, re-up re at 477 a piece and they own hulu and they own espn so there is a bundle where you could do all three of those um I don't know. We'll see what I have Netflix. Is. Netflix has gone up multiple times in the last two years. And oh, I don't does. really watch anything on Netflix anymore except for like the shows that I did watch are now either on Disney Plus or over. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Peaky Blinders was amazing. It's one of my favorite shows of all time, but it's over. It's over. Yeah. And there's for not me, anything right now that's bringing me to be like, yo, I can't wait to get home and jump on Netflix. Netflix has Cobra Kai. That's about it as far as the original shows that I watch. My wife and daughter, stepdaughter, love Stranger Things. Uh, I don't watch that. I didn't get into it. 
Um, and my wife was watching, uh, what's the one with, uh, oh God, I can't think of the name. Ozark. My wife loved Ozark, which I didn't get into either. Ozark's uh, great. For, yeah, that's what I've heard. I, I, fuck I, you are. She started, yeah, she started watching it without me and, and I just didn't feel like catching up. Um, but it looked good. Uh, but for me, Netflix is about their movies. Like, uh, what was the one with, uh, The Rock and, uh, dude who plays Ryan Reynolds. I enjoyed that. Red Notice, I think mm-hmm. it was. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, we just recently, wa- I, well, I did. I don't know if you ever got to it. I recently watched the one with Chris Evans, The, the, the Gray Man. Gray I recently Man. watched that. Yeah. So for me, Netflix is more a movie studio than a television studio to me. And Netflix, every once in a while, brings back, back a movie I've never seen. Like, I just watched Men in Black 3 and The Hurt Locker, you know, because I just uh, never got around to them, and they just happened to pop up on Netflix. So Netflix, is for me, is more of a movie studio than a, uh, you know, Extract and The Old Guard and movies like that. For me, it's uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah, the TV shows, for me, it was never a thing, like, but yeah, man, it's it's getting to a point where I don't know what's going to happen because I'm not going to be willing to pay for every single one of these for, for one show, you know? Have 15 different streaming networks for one program. It's going to be interesting to see where we go, bro. It is going to be interesting to see where we end up. Uh, earlier, but, you mentioned yeah. the five minutes of fame. Yeah. So let me speak a little quick to a little quickness a little quickly about five minutes fame to uh, a l- fellow uh loyal 209 till infinity pod squatter listener show contributor the mad cyclone okay let me tell you about five this minutes. let me tell you about this scumbag okay <laughs> Got just you. kidding yeah uh this guy this guy first of all we do like a weekly pick em league for football yeah yeah, and uh, we renamed it Pops Bittner's Pick'em because Dad loved the Pick'em, so I renamed it that with my alongside my boy Eddie C. Uh, we run it, and uh, uh, my boy uh, Mad Cyclone beat me by one game, and so he won the money. So, hence the scumbag. Okay. <laughs> um, second of all, uh, he he was the he was the guy that Monday morning was like, "Yo, delayed or no show? Like, where are you at?" Right, and then I got a couple right. more after that. And I'm like, look, dude, things have gotten mad up in here. You know what I mean? Life yeah. is happening. Right, one week it's 113, now it's 67, and it might rain. I don't know what's going on. We're in the we're in the end days. We're in the end game now. <laughs> Cats and dogs sleeping together, total pandemonium. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm gonna walk out of my garage one morning, and Doctor Strange is gonna be there, just holding up one finger, like we've got <laughs> one chance to make it out of here, Sav. Yeah, snap your fingers now, dude. Let's um, do this. This guy, he go. We had talked about it earlier in the year. Uh, like the Niners opened up in Chicago this weekend. Uh, right. The Giants were also in Chicago. We had talked about, man, that'd be an amazing weekend. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we talked about it six weeks, six months ago. Life happened. Like, I'm traveling. Things are going on. I just couldn't make it work because of everything that's kind of going on. Right. And uh, the Giants game would have been cool, but the Giants are out of contention. They've been kind of disappointing this year, but it is what it is. Uh, and uh, the Niners lost to the Bears. Oh, shit. Which okay. is not great. 
Also, no. it was terrible, raining and pouring and just disgusting. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd have gone, I'd have spent all that money, flown out to Chicago, been out there and been miserable because not only was the weather awful and pouring and raining and the field, the game was terrible because it wasn't a good game too when you're playing in those kind of conditions. No, no. Yeah. You know, which, right. uh, and I'm not here to make excuses. They lost, no, but, no. but that stuff factors into the game. You know what I mean? Sure it does. Of course. And, yeah. and, and I get it. Both teams have to play in it. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know. Maybe a Chicago Bears fan, you know, and I don't want to name any names. You know, let's just call him Messi Bliggins. Uh, okay. You know, he might uh, he might think that it was is warranted. Other people might be like, yo, the weather was a factor. Either sure. way, I'd have spent all that money, got out there, the Niners would have lost, the weather would have been miserable, and I'd have been pissed. Absolutely. Now, I believe weather is a big factor in it. I mean, a team from Miami is not going to fare as well on the frozen tundra in Green Bay. You know, as they would in Miami. It's what you're adjusted to and what you're used to. The Green Bay Packer guys and the guys in Chicago, cold weather, windy weather, rain, whatever, they're, they're a little bit more uh, adjusted to it if they played with the team for a few seasons. The guys out in Just Florida, another Tuesday to them. Right. The guys out in Cali or Florida, I imagine, are like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, they're like, give me a fucking break. Where's the dome? You know, or whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just different. But it's funny you talk about... It would have ruined your weekend. I think I would think it's almost like gambling. When you plan a trip like that, like if you guys had bought the tickets for the Niners game and the and the Giants game and got the plane tickets and gone to Chicago and done it, it was in, you were going to go to Chicago, right? Right. Yeah. So it would almost be like gambling. You're taking a chance, like you know what I'm saying, like because really both sides, if both sides get blown out, and then like you said, the weather sucks. You would it's like crapping out, you know, like you roll the dice. Oh, shit. Crapped out, man. You know, like, yeah. And I will tell you this. There is an absolutely another side to this piece, right? There is that piece where you choose not to make that decision, not spend the money, not go for the life experience. And it blows up in your face. Oh, of course. Yeah. They could have been both been phenomenal games. It could have been sunny and 78. Yeah. In in 20... Uh, let's see here. What are we talking? 2012. Yeah. My brother calls me last minute and goes, hey, I can get three tickets to the World Series tonight. Do you want to go? And I go, how much? And he's like, 375. Right. And I'm like, <sighs> he's like bleachers. And I'm like, and this is way before this job. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I I got, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, I've got a home, a mortgage, like, I'm talking 375 to get in the door, let alone drive out there, let alone eat, let alone, okay, I'm at the World Series, I'm probably going to have to buy some stuff. This is a five or $600 expenditure, right? Now, I'm going to the game with my dad, with my brother, like, you know, lifetime memory, but if they go out there, right, Justin Verlander throws a two-hitter, kicks the shit out of us, and I just dropped $600 and we got our ass kicked, I'm pissed. Right. Yeah, you crapped out. Right, yeah. crapped out. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, I just can't pull the trigger, man. I want to. I, I want to. I just, with everything going on right now, I can't. And here's the thing I was worried about. I'm, I was worried about my brother going, what if I front you some money? Right. Because then I probably would have gone. Uh, yeah, I'd have been like, for sure. All right, I'm yeah. But he didn't. So thankfully, I didn't go. Well, not thankfully. So I didn't go, right? Right. I don't know if you remember what happens in game one of the 2012 World Series, but 
Pablo Sandoval hits three home runs. They absolutely oh, destroy Justin Verlander. Go on the way to sweep the Tigers. I do remember that. Now that you mention it, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have known if you hadn't said <laughs> hey, it. But oh. and my friend at the she's my friend now, but I don't. Uh, she moved. She lives somewhere far away now. But she was like, "Hey, weren't you supposed to go to this game?" And I was like, "Shut the <laughs> fuck up, <laughs> you motherfucker!" So you did a reverse crap out on that. Oh, one. I crapped yeah. out hard. Like yeah. what a life yeah. experience! World Series game one with my dad, my brother. Pablo hits three home runs. Giants smoke the Tigers. The freaking Bay is going crazy, and I'm showing yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, yeah. <laughs> That's not, not even good. good wings. You know what I mean? Oh no, no, not yeah, not just okay. Yeah, nah. no, that, and that's interesting. I'd never thought of it like that before. But you know, betting on sports is so prevalent. Everyone loves betting. You know, you get your, you get your uh, your your football drafts, fantasy teams. Everybody bets on sports and loves gambling on the games. But I never thought about that before. Just going to the game, buying the ticket, paying for parking, paying for your food. It's kind of like gambling because if you love that team, you're rolling the dice that you're going to have a good time that night and, and they're going to do well. And depending on who your team is, it's a bigger roll of the dice. Being an A's fan this season, you're uh, you're you're <laughs> not smart to bet on the house. You know now, what I'm saying? Like, now, not a good idea. Yeah. Now I will say this: I have told my brother this, and I told my dad uh, when he was still with us this before. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Do you know what I told him? No. I'll tell you right now what I told him. I told him. Let me, let me turn the music down real quick. I said, hey. Dad, Brian. Yeah. You're welcome. Because that <laughs> shit doesn't happen if I go. Yeah, yeah. I go. <laughs> Justin Verlander throws a one-hitter. Everybody's pissed off. I wasted $600, right? <laughs> I don't yeah. go. And they're like, <laughs> the, the baseball gods are like, I'm going to show this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because Verlander was a stud back then too. That's he rolled. The A's were like the A's were one of the better teams that year. The Detroit Tigers rolled them in the playoffs. Oh, it was rough. That, rolled yeah, them. I, 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 the thing I remember most about that year is when the Giants swept them. I was like, yeah, get those motherfuckers, because I was so mad. Like, take that, motherfuckers. You know, like I was straight pissed. Yeah, they made us look silly. Like, and he pitched the lights out. That dude was a beast. Like. Yeah, so for him to get shelled like that was not the norm. Yeah, I, I do remember that. Game one, the Giants were like, who's this sixth grader? Let's get him. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, even man. like, pa Pablo hit one home run to left, and then there's even like video, like Justin Verlander, like Pablo hits and he turns around, and like the camera's on his face, and he's like, wow. Like, I can't believe yeah. that happened. <laughs> it's, uh, where's Sandoval now? Uh, I don't, he, last I saw he was in the Mexican American leagues or like the Caribbean oh, okay. league or something like he's not playing, but he had lost a bunch of weight. Looks good. Like back on track. So okay, I don't yeah. think he'll ever play in the majors again, but he seems to be happy and on the right track. So he made a ton he, of money. So he's one. Oh, of course. He's one of those impressive dudes that could really, I'm always impressed by people that could, uh, yo-yo like that with their weight. Like he would be big. And then like, it seemed like it would be. You'd hear like, uh, okay, management's upset. They need him to lose weight. You know, they're coming down on him. And it would be like three weeks later, he'd look great. And I'd be like, dude, how, fuck you. How do you do that? I mean, I know it's money and trainers and, and cooks. Personal or whatever, chefs and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I just would always be like, because he'd be so big. I can remember uh, 
they'd go slow-mo of his swing like if he if he whiffed and his jersey couldn't even stay tucked in it'd be like coming unbuttoned and coming untucked because he was his belly was just his mama could cook he used to say that all the time man but his jersey come untucked and be popping open and then the next week he would look like this fit stud that's like dude i hate you man how do you do that it's ridiculous. It's not fair. Like, I can't. Hey, that's do that. why I just say. That's why I just say JFBT. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah just yeah, fat but talented. There you go. That's right. And he, hey, he was still pretty. Even when he was big, some of the moves he made out there when he would field, where he'd like kind of drop into the splits and lean over and catch a ball. And he, he, he could move for a big boy. He has oh, to yeah. Move. Oh yeah. A big panda. He could get that shit done. Yeah. That was a, that was a good era for baseball, man. We came up. Wasn't just the music that was good. I think sports was a little better back then too. Don't get me going on the old NBA. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the truth though, man. Hey. I, I guess that's the old guys get off my lawn. But I feel like, man, the '80s and '90s, the music, the sports, hey, the, the movies in some ways, the God. '80s and early '90s NBA would make you want to throw a controller off the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. NBA Live '95 got dangerous, baby. Yeah. Hey, when Tom Tolbert's out there stroking the trays, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's when, what was it, Blethy Fliggins? What you call? <laughs> that's a Bessie Fliggins. <laughs> Bessie Fliggins would start flinging things across the room. But yeah, man. It's, oh, uh, Bessie Flingins. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. I like it. But yeah, man, that's interesting. To, uh, just a little rabbit hole we went down there. I never thought about sports in that manner, the risk involved with it. It's... Uh, it's really you really got to love the team to take the chance i think yes. i mean like especially like when you don't have the the finances you know what i mean yeah like right now cheap. right now right now for me yeah if there was something i really wanted to do i'd do it right. that's where i'm at in my life nice right yeah but we're talking what this is 10 years ago right 10 years ago life was very different correct Absolutely. And, and so 100%. me dropping six hundred dollars on a on a whim, even yeah. though it was the World Series. Now, granted, if that was now, it would right. probably cost me fifteen hundred dollars to have that adventure. Yeah. But I would still probably be able to pull the trigger. And after the look, and here's what's gonna happen: Giants or the King. Like, well, if the Kings go. I'm a season ticket holder. I'm going to the playoffs. I can tell right. you that right now. Kings go. I'm right. going. Right. You know. But I would do it because. I have the alternate experience of the triple homer Panda Pablo Sandoval game. I don't want that. Right. Again. And that's when I'm going to go, I'm going to spend the money and they're going to get absolutely destroyed. And then we're going to get on the podcast and, and you're going to be like, I saw that coming. <laughs> Good news, Savage. Wait, listen, I, I, man, I, hey, I placed 500 on you guys getting waxed because I knew you were going. <laughs> I hadn't been to a Kings game in forever. You and I go, you invite me to one. I go, dude, and they break the record for three. So we were both there, man. We broke the curse that night, man. Mm -hmm. And we're just positive, 209 in the house. That's right. That's what's up, baby. 209 in the 20916. That's what's up. Hey, what's up? I was cracking my homies in the 209-16. Hello. Hello. Yeah, that was a great game, man. So I mean Go out to Food for Less, get them motherfucking turf burritos. You know what I'm talking about? Those things are in your freezer right now, Playboy. That's right. And I guess music concerts with the price of tickets nowadays is is I don't know if it's as much of a gamble. You love the artist. I guess you kind of know what you're getting with music. They're going to do the hits. They're going to do. But I guess anybody could have an off night. It's still a bit of a risk, but I guess it's not the same. 
But the flip side to me, to, to spend three or $400 for a music artist, I got to fucking love. I, I haven't, no one's come to town yet that I'm willing to spend four or 500 bucks for a ticket. Like we did like 200 for Wu-Tang. Uh, not even 150, man. That was it not? I forget. Like, it was like 125 and then with all the fees and stuff, it was about 145, something like that. That was probably about my barrier right there. I remember thinking, "Ooh, this is a but this is a this is a bucket list concert, you know, like and that was like pushing it. I can remember the time thinking, "Wow, I can't believe I just did that." I've never spent like hundreds of dollars on concert tickets unless I'm buying multiple tickets like I could only tickets. think of right now. Right now. Yeah. Right. There is only one concert where I would uh -huh. shell out that kind of money. Okay. And Other who, than who that, that, I wouldn't do it. Who and who is that? I'm curious now. If, if if they were like, "Hey, Scott, pretty good seats, once in a lifetime experience. It's gonna cost you 500 bucks." Okay. And they said, "Anybody in the world but this?" I would say no. Okay. The one thing I would say yes to, uh huh, is an Outcast concert. Ooh, a reunion concert. Yeah. We like, are doing yeah. all of our albums. We are doing all of our our hits. It's going to be a two and a half hour show of Outcast. Huge production. I'm in. I would spend the money for Outcast. Other than that, that I can't think of anybody I would. That would be a great show. I would. Um, I would. There was a tour I missed that came to Arco Arena. And these guys never tour anymore. It never happened again after that. Uh, it was the Up and Smoke tour. It came to Arco. This was right after uh, Dre dropped the Chronic 2001. That was blowing up. Eminem had the Marshall Mathers sh uh, LP that was on fire. I forget what album Snoop had, but he was on the tour. Uh, and Ice Cube was on that tour. And it was whatever album Ice Cube was promoting at the time. I don't remember. And Exhibit. I believe Exhibit was there as well. So Dre was like the orchestrator. So Snoop could come out and they could do nothing but a G thing and still Dre. And then Eminem would come out and they could do Guilty Conscience and forgot about Dre. And then Cube could come out and they could roll out some of the old NWA shit. That tour was huge. I remember they sold videos of it. Uh, it was uh, the documentary of Up in Smoke was on Netflix. I watched it a couple times back in the day. That came to Arco, and at the time I had a new, uh, just had my daughter. I was waiting tables. I didn't have a lot of money, and I thought, oh, you know what? Dre and Eminem, they're going to make Snoop. They'll make music forever. They'll be around next year. You know, Dre doesn't make another album for 16 years. Eminem only plays football stadiums. Like, Snoop, I did get to see Snoop, you know, Cube I've seen, but yeah, man, big regret. I would pay 500 bucks for that concert. If they could put that lineup together again, I would go watch that and I'd pay 500 bucks for it. Easy. Huge regret. I've, I think about that all the time and think, man, those guys were at Arco, the old Arco Arena in Sacramento. That shit will never happen again. Eminem's never gray and M have never come near our arena since 2000 or 99, whenever that was, when the Chronic 2001 came out, 2000, I think. Right. 20, 20 plus years, they've never come close to coming back. Like, 
Okay, well, Crazy, that, I mean, dude. that's that's what I would that's what I'd go for, man. That, that yeah, that's my limit, bro. I would I would probably go to that one too. That would be a good one. I mean, everyone is waiting on bated breath for Andre to say he's back and to do one more Outcast album, but it'll never happen. I don't think one Andre doesn't want to, but even if he did, I don't think they'd do it because you know what I love about Outcast? They are one of the rare groups. Not many hip hop groups go out on top while they're still on fire outcast was absolutely on fire speaker box and the love below is a diamond selling album 10 11 million copies that shit sold hey ya and i like the way you move we're on every radio station across america and they said that's it goodbye like they walked away on top no rap group does that no music group periods usually do it they usually stick around until nobody gives a fuck and then they just kind of make albums for their diehard fans and they play small clubs and they just kind of go to in it for the money they went out at the top of it outcast is one of the few rap groups where every album outsold the last they started off selling well the next one did better the next one did better the next one until that last one exploded and then they turned their backs on it and walked away. Although I don't think Big Boy would have. Andre turned his back on it and walked away. So they come back now. It would do well because everybody wants it. But they would never, I don't think, be able to match. There'd be so much expectations and so much hype that it would be a bit of a letdown, I think, no matter what they did. Like, it would probably, I'm not saying it would be bad, but you'd be looking for, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, you'd be looking for... You know, Rosa Parks, you'd be looking for bombs over Baghdad. They're so fresh and so clean. And when that didn't happen, everybody go, hey, it's all right. It's okay. And then there's that blemish on their record that you don't ever, you know, a perfect record. You can't ever fit. It's like uh, Floyd Mayweather. You know, he fights bullshit idiot people now to ensure that his perfect record doesn't go away. He fights little 19-year-old Asian kids in Japan. But... Yeah, you know. But, but what? What if they did have that hit? What if they put another hit on that album, like a big one, like like the ones I talked about? Yeah, it's possible. You know what? It would happen if they weren't trying to force it. When I think when guys go in the studio trying to make that hit, if they just went in and were like, "Fuck it, I don't care what anybody thinks." Let's make an outcast record. Let's just have a good time. I think they'd have a chance of making that hit. But if they went in uh, with that weight on their shoulders, thinking we got to top the last album, it's going to be tough. I think it would be rough. I, I, I did. So, yeah, they go in not giving a fuck. I think they could do it. You know, they say Michael Jackson, every album after that, after Thriller was downhill because he was constantly chasing Thriller. It was like... All right, you have the biggest album in the world, biggest selling album of all time. Now what are you going to do? What are you, you going to do now, dude? You're going to fail no matter what you do. Bad had five number one singles. It was the only album to ever have five number one singles, but it didn't sell as much as Thriller. So guess what? Failure. <laughs> and, and Bad's incredible. In yeah. some ways, in my eyes, it's better than Thriller, you know? Uh-huh. I don't know. But yeah, it's interesting, man. I, I would kill for an Outcast reunion. But I, I don't I don't think it'll ever happen. It's unfortunate, man. I, I would love that. I do what I would do. Oh. Transition. I thought you were done. 
Uh, no, I was just going to say it's funny because you and I were just talking about is Outcast the greatest group of all time, right? And you, you said yes, and I think I would I would probably have to agree with you for the simple fact of what they accomplished. Those that's that's an album run that was six. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, we, and we and we talked about it a little bit. We were like, you know, you know, Wu Tang is is amazing, one of the best rap groups of all time, but they only had two albums. They you know, don't got in, six classics. Yeah, you yeah. know, in comparison. <laughs> and, and so, like, and that's the thing. Like, you could, you know, NWA and Wu-Tang and Unrun DMC yeah. and Beastie yeah. Boys and all these guys that are, like, fantastic rap groups. But, like, like Outkast performed at an extremely high level for a six-album period. Yeah, and regardless of what you think, like, I don't really like Speaker Box and The Love Below, but you can't deny what it did. For a diamond <laughs> album. Yeah, yeah, you can't deny what it did. It's not, I think that's one of their worst albums, but I'm not, uh, clearly not the norm. You know, like, people loved that shit. So, yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's insane. But yeah, anyway, trans, I think I know what this transition is, right? Have the people waited long enough? I don't know, have they? Is it time to reveal? To reveal. To reveal here's the key word last week you mentioned that we were going to have a big reveal and you told me that there were key words that i needed to say that would trigger you into an amazing story and those keys words were now i'm stumbling on my key words mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those key words were blown away in my 40s okay go savage okay <laughs> uh-huh all right i love this hey, beat so hey. much Yo, yo. Okay, so how come everybody before they freestyle has to do that? Yo, yo. Dude, yo Harry, uh, Harry, Harry Mack does that for like forty seconds before he starts. I know, and then he and then he goes for fifteen minutes. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Anyway, hey, give me four random words. All right, uh, a banana, uh, flabbergasted, yeah. micro yeah. machines, and great. Yeah. Cool. Got you. Give me a beat. And then he, and then he goes, yo, yo, yo. And, in, and while he's saying that, he's putting that rhyme together in his mechanical robot brain. And yeah. somehow it comes out perfectly. It's insane, dude. So anyway, blown away in your 40s. So I'm going to open up a little bit. I love it. And Let's go. give you a little insight into something that happened in my life. And okay. uh, this is going to surprise you. But what happened blew me away because of what happened in in my 40s right yeah yeah Yeah. so uh keywords coming true i love it so uh as you know and and we like to joke or you like to joke and and say i mean maybe not even a joke because people have confirmed it um the late the, the bedroom voice and there's something about the voice octaves and Several people yes. have made comments about my voice, and I think my voice is not anything special. But there have been multiple females that have said things like that to yeah. us. Hey, nobody's reaching out to me. Yeah, so it's it's all about you, dude. Yeah. Uh, just the voice part. That's the that's the yeah. people are the people are like, man, I love Bill Adams, but they're just yeah. not about his voice. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's mostly the voice. Bill's a great guy, but your podcast is failing because his voice sucks. Yeah. Nobody said that out loud. No, no, out loud. no, nobody. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, so, so, uh, uh, I am, uh, currently a, uh, single man. 
Correct. And uh, I have, uh, you know, some irons in the fire. Okay. But nothing um, that is of, of substance to the point where I'm not continually, you know, doing when I walk in a room doing a CAT scan, if you know what I mean. Got you. Okay. So yeah. there's nothing like that. Um, yeah. I love it when they call me Big Papa. I just don't want to say that. So. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and classic. so uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is about a month ago now, actually. I was talking to this person through work. Okay. And Bill, you you're, you've been single for a while. I don't know if this is gonna resonate with you because you haven't had a lot of single time in your adult life. You mean I haven't been single? For yes, a while. you haven't had yeah. a lot of single time in your Got adult you. life. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. Been married right. since you were Correct. you know eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. And then yeah. you're single for a little bit, hooked up with your wife, beautiful Amber Adams. By the way, yeah. happy birthday, Adam Amber Adams. Today is her birthday. Yes. Uh, 26. That's right. She's an absolute beauty. If she yeah. was on a European soccer league, they would say, what an absolute stunner. <laughs> I like it. Amber Adams, a.k.a. A.A. A.k.a. Amber Gamble. Yes, happy birthday. A.k.a. the matriarch of the Adams yeah. treasure. That's right. The there boss. Yeah, that's with right. With two that's W's. Right. Boss. That's right. Yep, no arguments here on that one. Happy birthday, sweetheart. Love you. That's yeah, B-O-W-W-S-U-H. Boss. Boss. Yeah, I like it. I'm Happy down. birthday, Amber. Hope you had a great yeah. day. Good weekend. I know that you guys went out for the weekend, did your thing. And yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Uh, anyway, back to my story. Uh, yes. About a month ago, I was talking to somebody through uh, connected through work. Not in my building, but connected through work. And right. she did something, and I went, uh, was that flirting? I feel like that mm -hmm. was flirting. Yeah. Maybe and, and, and I and I do this. I'm like, no, I must have just read that. Maybe she's just being nice, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like right. oh Mercy, what's going on? We got we got whoa, whoa, Merce, what's going on? We got intruders? <laughs> we got intruders right now. It's probably just uh -oh. Justin. So Should I dial nine one one? I can no, get off. Because it's not right Justin, they better have tacos because I'm hungry. Uh, amen. I'm getting there myself. Yeah. Big Merce, what's going on? Dog's in the house. So anyway, I'm like, man. I feel like that's flirting, but maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. Right. Have you ever right. dealt with that? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time, but yes. Yeah, I have dealt with that. It's been a minute, but uh, yeah, man, there were times when, uh, well, you know, coming off of a divorce and a long-term relationship, and then all of a sudden being single, I didn't know how to read signs and signals anymore. So I was walking around looking at looking for that wedding ring you know just going like what do i do now okay there's no ring on the finger where what's the next move what's the next step i was an absolute rookie at 40 or you know 38 so yeah if somebody just said hello to me or talked to me i was like uh should i be reading something into that or should i be is there more something going on there i yeah i, I don't know i was absolutely clueless because like you said i got hooked up at 20 married at 21 and then was in an 18 year relationship was single for five months 
and then uh, and then I've been with my wife now ever since. So yeah, there was a, a five month period where I was single. I didn't know what the hell to do or how to interpret those signs. But I can tell you that my wife would tell you if she was here. I had no game. My pickup lines were awful. It's a good thing she just thought that I was kind of goofy. She liked goofy, silly, idiot guys because that's clearly what I, I you know, my, my, I sat down next to her and I'm like, did that tattoo hurt? You know, she had a tattoo on her ankle. That was my opening line. That fucking awful, dude. Got Terrible. it. Terrible. Got it. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I, and I, I'll be honest. Yeah. That, that's not me. I'm pretty smooth. Yes. And, I, I can concur. And, uh, oh, it's going around now. Obi's. Yeah. Anytime. I bet Amber's probably home. That's why oh, I'm good. We can get door. her on the show. Talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. She can tell you how little game I have. Nope. I'm closing the door. That ain't happening. Hey, yeah. so, um, so I'm like, all right, but, but I, I try not to assume that's what's going on when we're talking about things in the workplace or whatever. Like, right. So, right. So then I'm like, Mercy, Justin has been here for how long? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> she's, not, she's not happy about this story, man. She doesn't want to hear hey. about another woman in your life. That's what it is. She's starting to be racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he's brown. because he's brown. Oh, it's towards Justin? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Or she doesn't like uh, military people. That could be it. There you go. Uh, so I'm like, oh, man. Maybe I'm just overthinking it. Maybe I'm just reading into it, you know, because she's a, she's a good-looking, uh, very attractive Latina woman, and uh, right. I'm like, maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking too much into it. So I I forget it. I just move on. Whatever. A couple weeks later, I have to talk to her about something else. Da da da. She does something else, and I was like, okay, I'm not misreading. That was a thing. That, right. That was a that that was that was her being as much as forward as she could within a professional sense to see if I was feeding back into it. Okay. And I was like, okay, all right. So, uh, I, uh, I, uh, give her my phone number. I I, I say, Hey, I'm, uh, I take it off the professional stuff. Right. And I'm like, give her the personal. Right. And I hit her up and we talking back and forth a little bit and she's cool. You know what I mean? Like I'm always hesitant when things like that come up. Right. And, uh, Here's the thing is I'm not used to people doing nice things for me. Right. Okay. And uh, it's just not something I've ever really dealt with, unfortunately. And that's probably sad. But like she was like, hey, can I bring you a coffee tomorrow? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, to your work. I'll bring it to you. I was like, I guess. Like I'm not used to that. So So she's like really making an effort. She's trying. She brings me a coffee. I don't really like coffee, but I didn't want to tell her no. Right. Yeah. We've discussed that on the show. Neither you nor I are coffee drinkers. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, she was like, where are you going? She said, well, where are you going? She's like, Dutch bro. So I looked up the menu and I found like the most, it was basically like a caramel milkshake almost. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the only right. way I drink coffee. Right. So anyway, hey, and, 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 and uh, so, so we're sitting there and we're talking and, and uh, she's making her intentions very clear when we're talking. And we've talked, you know, for few days now back and forth and she's making her intentions very clear and uh almost aggressive you know okay. to the point where i'm like almost like is she being too aggressive like you know what i mean like why are you wanting this so bad 
But she's saying all the right things. She told me, you know, the first time I heard your voice, um, it was just something about your voice. And I was like, I have to see this guy. I have to meet this guy. And she's like, then I saw you and I was like, his voice is perfect for him. Like, and then like, I'll be honest, like I kind of had a thing for you ever since that time. And I was like, all right, cool, man. That's, that's wait, she thing. heard your voice before she saw you. Is that yeah, what you're yeah, yeah. Because I had talked no, to her not, on the not phone. Not from the pod. Oh, on the phone. I was yeah, say, yeah. Did she listen like, to the through, podcast? No, no, through work. I mean, I, maybe gotcha, she did. Gotcha. Maybe she's a psychopath. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I just, I missed the phone part. That, that's my bad. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we're, we're sitting there and we're talking, right? And then uh, I'm like, okay, well, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, like I don't know how I want to navigate through this. And then she says something to me that absolutely blew my mind. In your 40s. At night. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And I, I just, it, I could, like, it was, and I'll tell you what it was. And so she's telling me, and and she is, I'm, I'm, she was, we're, we are being very adult. We are subtly referencing adult type activities. Okay. In right. conversation. Gotcha. And then she says to me, and I hope she didn't listen to the podcast. I mean, she'll never, no, I'm not saying any names. But if, no. she, if she ended up doing listening to the podcast, she's probably going to feel bad that I'm telling this story. It's not to hurt you, but it did blow me away. She says to me, she goes, hey, uh, I just want to I want to tell you something and I want to get it out there right now. Okay. Before we move any further. Right. Any guesses? Uh, she's got kids. Just a guess. Well, I she's know. already I know she has kids, so that's not really a surprise. Okay, that's so. not it. Let me take another I'll guess. Get, and I, so I'll give you another one. Okay. Two, three into the foe. No guesses? Yeah. Um, let me see. Um, she is a stripper. Oh, man. I would tell you this, bro. I wish that was the answer. <laughs> Not okay. that I'm huge into strippers, but you'll understand in a second. Okay, got you. She got says, you. I just want you to know this. I want to get it out of the way now. And reminder, I just told you everything that's happened the last month. Right. She says, uh, I'm celibate till marriage. Ah. And I went, huh? And I was, she's like, yeah, I, this is something that I, that I practice. And I'm like, oh, and like, I think she knew like right away. I was like, oh, all right. Like that's, that's a lot to process, especially considering the conversations that we were just having. Right. And I was just like. And she's like, so I just I want you to think about it. And, you know, just I wanted it out there. And then, you know, we can go wherever we need to from here. And I was like, all right, cool. And, and then I had to go back to work. And then she took off. And then I just sat there and, you know, I was thinking about it because I went from maybe I have a potential lady friend in my life to now. What, what I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what to deal with this. Right. And, and that's a. Uh rare and and i and i'll tell you this it like would have she, been less rare for her to be a stripper right uh, you know? right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah and 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 ultimately i could tell you this yeah uh, i i did not uh continue that uh endeavor anymore okay uh i told her and this is me being honest and uh opening up to the show that uh it's just not something i can co-sign on 
right because i I just that's a level of commitment that i I, you know what i mean like to me and i'm not a a sex hound by any mean but i am a man and i do like the old sex of course and uh that is a connection that is a a match that is something where you know like again i explained it to one of my other friends like this as i said look man and and this may be a uh this may break the internet but bill i've had sex before okay (laughs) really yeah yeah Yeah. and uh crazy i have had some amazing experiences right and i've also had some experiences where like i don't know if i think i want to do that again with this person right and i cannot imagine committing to something with this person and then getting to that point and it being that second one right i can't yeah because that's a big deal to me like that connection that you know what i mean it's not just a thing and so yeah i couldn't co-sign on it and i you know and she's like okay and i told her and 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 she was very cool, very adult about it. She thanked me for being an adult and not like ghosting her and just not talking to her anymore. And I was just like, no, I don't. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. That's just not something I can co-sign. I wish it was different, you know. And and then she was like, I'm glad that you told me that because there might have been a situation where like, you know, I would have needed you to help me uh, keep 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 my word and my morals. And I was like, yeah, that wouldn't have happened. I can just tell you that right now. Yeah, that wouldn't gonna, happen, yeah. homie. <laughs> I just told you I ain't co-signing that, baby. Yeah, that's so, not, yeah, that's not going down. So yeah, that that, that would have been right out the door. She's like, yeah, yeah. I'd have been mad, and I was like, at me? She's like, no, at me. And I was like, what? I mean, that's I, mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> if I may ask, how old is this this young lady? Like, uh, she it, was forty two. Forty two. And, and, well, and she wow. had and she has a kid. She's divorced, so I think it was like a reborn. Like this is who oh, I am now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because you said she had kids. Okay, yeah. so she's not. She's she's not. She's not been celibate for forty two years. No, okay. no, no, no. Um, and and I was talking to another one of my friends, and she used to work uh, really closely uh, in the in the church, and she told me she said, you know, and she's like, this is not everybody, but I have seen a large amount of women come in and be divorced or broken down or you know whatever and the church really pushes them like recommitting to celibacy and to marriage and and the the, 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 you know and having them born again and to the point where like that's all they believe and they will walk away from anything that they're not dealing with and she's like again this is not every church but i have seen a lot of that and she's like, yeah. And, and she told me, she, she's like, I have seen, like, do you know how many potential, potential, like nice bonds and good relationships they could have been in that people walked away from because yeah. they, you know what I mean? And she's like, she's like, when you told me that story, I was like, in my head, as you're telling me that I was like, Scott, please tell me you walked away. And I was like, girl, you know, <laughs> you know, I cannot co-sign that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's it, it's like you said. There's a compatibility there. When you are gonna marry someone, you should click on multiple levels. You should like to spend time with them as a friend. You should like having conversations with them, like going to the movies with them, like sharing music with them. Uh, and and one of the things you need to like having with them is sex. Right. 
And uh, yeah, you, you maybe you're clicking with this person on every other level. Wow, she's got great taste in music. She's got great taste in movies. And oh wow, what an amazing sense of humor. And I really think she's beautiful. And then you get married and you get in the bedroom and she's like, yeah, I'm just gonna lay here, do what you got to do. You know, there's no chances are though. I, I would think if you clicked with somebody on that le intimate level in every other way, there's a good chance you'll be compatible in the bedroom. But that's again, we talked about gambling earlier. You're rolling the dice there, like hey, and that's uh, just not a chance I'm willing to take at this point. No, and you need Sorry. to, especially at our age. Now you're 16 right and you start dating somebody yeah hold out for a little while because that's something once you like do that there's no taking it back but in your 40s you got kids uh and you meet somebody you better make sure that that person is great on every level because you're running out of time you're on borrowed time at this point so I kind of feel bad for her almost because uh, she may have missed out on a great opportunity to hang out with somebody that I know is a good person. So, you know what I mean? Like, Well, as crazy. a good friend of mine once said when I told him this story, he said, man, I'm sure she's a great lady, but I think she's an idiot because she lost out on an opportunity to get the full Sav experience. <laughs> she just she didn't go full sav. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. hey, hey, the opposite of Tropic Thunder, you always go full sav. That's right. That's right. You don't want to miss out on that. Yeah, it's it is a little bit sad. It's kind of a sad story. It is mind blowing because you don't hear people say things like that in their forties. And you know, I could get it. She's got kids. Maybe she got burned by her previous baby's daddy, and then maybe she did jump back into the dating game, and maybe she. Ran into the wrong guys, you know, that were just hit it and quit it dudes that like the moment she gave it up, they got it and bailed. You know, it, it does happen. You, you get burned that many times and you start going, well, maybe I'm screwing up by having sex. Maybe I shouldn't be. And I can then find out if this guy really likes me, you know, because, you know, a dude is not like like you did. You said, I'm sorry, but I just can't co-sign that. Well, eventually she's going to find a guy who will, I guess, and they'll get married. And maybe she looks at it like, if he's willing to co-sign that, then this is the guy that's going to stick it out and not bolt. Can you and see yeah, that guy? That guy there. Yeah. It's the gif. Uh, it's from, I think it's from The Wire. It's an African-American fellow. And he's like looking yes. around and he's got his hand on his chin. Like, what in the world? That was me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Me. She's wow. Like, hey, uh, yeah. just so you know, I'm celibate until marriage, and I was like, "Hold the, uh, what?" Yeah, what? crazy, crazy man. I yeah, I uh, not where I what I expected right, that to be. Hold that's up. interesting. Wait a minute, something ain't right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I I uh, I do now after hearing this story, I I feel sorry for her. Because I think she's going to be single for a long time, as long as she's honest like that. And you can't really lie, because like she said, the first time, well, you know what's going to end up happening is she's going to finally run into it. it. That's why she was pushing so hard, like being aggressive. You know, you thought she was being a little too aggressive. She's like, I need to get into a relationship because I need to get laid. Damn it. You know, right. Like, and that's <laughs> what I was thinking, too. But like, guess what? Like. I'm not like, and then another one of my lady friends was like, she was just testing you to see what you, how you would react. 
And I was right. like, maybe, but guess what? Then that's a game and I'm not playing games. Like, right. you know what I mean? And, and I don't care. But like, I just, it's not something I, you know, maybe she, he's like, well, maybe she would just wanted to see if you would, you know, be honest to the commitment. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't right. mean like everything is based around sex, but like, I can't, like, I'm not getting married in six months. No, hell no. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. that's going to be a process, man. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I just, it was crazy, yeah. man. Like I said, blown away in my 40s. Yeah, that would do it. That would absolutely do it. What a uh, what an interesting story, man. And it as Black Rob opened. once said, "Whoa, whoa, yeah, that's right, man." It, it uh, R.I.P. Black Rob, by the way. Um, but yeah, it's um, it not, opened. Not up. my friend Rob from college, who was also black. He's alive. I mean, you could have multiple podcasts just on the subject of is she making the right decision or the wrong decision? Because there are so many people that would probably rally around her and say, you go girl. And there's so many people that would be like, you're an idiot. That's a huge mistake. Um, well, I, I can tell you this. I've done some research Yeah. since then. And this might blow you away. Yeah. But every single male I talked to said, fuck that. Right. <laughs> not surprising. Right. But no, no, a good amount of the females I talked to were like, what? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and like I I get it. Like my 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 the person I talked to that used to work in the church, she was like like I said, she was like I hope you said pass. That's what I was thinking when when she was telling me that or when you were telling me the story and <sighs> blown away in my 40s, man. Yeah, and I was going to say you'd probably have to go to some diehard really hardcore churchy person to get somebody to co-sign that. Like you said, kind of brainwashed in a way. Like, I don't, you know, and I know there there are some religions that preach premarital sex is a sin, but uh, I don't believe that. If you love somebody and you're with someone uh, and you've, you're committed to them, you're not dating anyone else or seeing someone else, that ceremony and that ring doesn't mean shit. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to do to show someone that you love them, taking their name, bonding but if you date someone for a couple years and you're living with them and you're paying bills with them and you're you're dealing with their shit and they're dealing with your shit, that ring don't mean a damn thing. Like it ain't shit. You're there. That's your spouse. That's your significant other. You know what Knock does boots, mean a thing? God damn it. Knock boots. What? I haven't heard the couch music in a long time, man. Yeah, we, like, we had to get rid of the couch. We don't have chair music. There is no couch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> end up on the couch. That was a long-running joke for like two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> we we kind of put that one to pasture. Yeah, we got. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, what a great conversation, man. That. Uh, that was an incredible moment. I'm blown away, and I wasn't even there. So, yeah, that that's insane, man. Um, well, I, I wish her the best of luck. You know, I hope it works out for her, whatever ends up happening. I, my guess would be eventually she's going to date somebody and she's going to cave. Because the thing is, she's in her 40s. She's had kids. Obviously, she knows what sex is like. She's had sex. See, if you're a virgin, you don't know what you're missing. But she knows what she's missing. And eventually... Her head's just going to explode. I can't see her because I, like, like you said, you, I don't think she's going to get a guy to co-sign that. So eventually, 
she's gonna date somebody they're gonna start fooling around and it's gonna fucking happen like i i can't see her making it but you know best of luck to her i uh, good luck good luck yeah good luck i hope you yeah. make it yeah i hope you find what you're looking for yeah i absolutely. hope you're happy nothing but love yeah i, I got nothing hey I ain't got nothing but love for you, baby. Got nothing but love for you, baby. What? Oh, R.I.P. Heavy D. Too damn. We're, we're bringing up the dead rappers tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but as uh, as old uh, uh, who's uh, Qui Gon Jinn? I'm blanking out on his name. Liam Neeson. As Liam Neeson once heard in a gripping cinematic story called Taken. Yes. Good luck. Yes. <laughs> so good. Love that first one. Sequels well, are all garbage. Yeah. First one's amazing. Yeah. Uh well that's it. Uh happy birthday, Amber Adams. Um, yes. Um Let me see. Mad Cyclone, you are not a scumbag. I'm just kidding. Hope you enjoy your money. Feel free to Yes. Absolutely. Feel free to tip your cousin. Uh yes. anyway, uh Bill, get us the heck up out of here. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. I just wanted to. <laughs> Mind blown. That's it. She said. Yeah. <laughs> Celibate. Yeah. Insane. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.